The following is a presentation of Muddy River News. Your financial needs aren't independent of each other, so your financial advisors shouldn't be either. At Mercantile Bank, our experienced United Wealth professionals are united to serve you and your complete financial planning and wealth management needs. Are you just starting your investment journey or need to roll over a retirement plan? Do you need to plan for a loved one with special needs or for your own life after work? Maybe your business needs a succession plan or you want to enhance your employee benefit programs. Whatever steps you need to take, our United Wealth experts are ready to take them with you. Together, we are united. Hi, this is Ron Kincher with Muddy River News. Welcome to the Business Spotlight, brought to you by Mercantile Bank. We have Morgan Miles with us, a newly foreign business, Miles Design. Correct. Interior decorating, or interior design, Interior correct? design. So you only do corporate. Um, it's a wide range of commercial projects, so really any public space you would go into okay, would be so, my realm. So when you attack that, how is that different than doing non-corporate or non-commercial space? So... I really try to shy away from doing residential because they are two completely different worlds. And honestly, when I do get approached about residential design, I don't even feel like I'm the best fit for that because right. I it's just a completely different world, different products, different, um, just a different space entirely, different vendors, everything. So what's so different about the world though? You know, it seems like they would be one in the same right. because design is design. Correct. But in public space, there's a lot more I guess, regulatory aspects that come into okay. it. Life safety, you know, code and compliance, and making sure that all the materials that are selected are chosen and lighting and everything is, you know, appropriate for the application. And, okay. and you, you have, sure. and you are certified. Correct. So what makes that unique, you being certified versus somebody who may do this that's not certified? Or can you do this if you're not certified? You know, I wish there that that's we would get to a to point. You know, in, in commercial interior design, it's harder, just interior design in general. You know, people are out there that enjoy the hobby of design, which is lovely, mm -hmm. but calling yourself an interior designer, you really should be qualified with degree, certification, especially in the commercial realm. Again, residential is much different, but in the commercial world, you really should have those qualifications because you need to know all of the compliance materials that, or compliance that goes into it. So. In order to get your certification, you have to have um, a four-year bachelor's degree. You have to have so many years and hours of experience under somebody else who mm -hmm. almost is certified. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So my first job right out of college was with um, O'Toole Design in St. Louis, and she was a NCIDQ certified mm -hmm. designer as well. So you have to have so many hours under somebody else who's certified, and then you have to go through you know rigorous exams to even pass that. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely a multi-step, multi-layer. So you're, so you're then responsible like for the ADA compliance and yes. then OSHA and all those things. That yes, and, and to an extent, um, you know, once it gets into certain things, you know, an architect would get involved as well, okay. or engineers, but any non-structural, you know, interior okay. element. So I call you in to come to our business, yep. my business. What's the first thing you generally do? So we would sit and have a conversation about what you are looking for, what, okay. what you want the space to be. You know, whether you want to renovate entirely, you're looking to remove walls, do a completely new layout, or is it more surface level, or is it new furniture? You okay. know, there's so many different tiers to the renovation process. So it's figuring out what you are looking for and then what I need to do to make that happen. Does that happen before the hiring phase? I mean, Correct. you need that in order to get a yeah. bed together, I'm assuming. So we'd have kind of a consultation appointment okay. type of thing. I like to be in the space just to get eyes mm -hmm. on what we would be talking about and working with. And then okay. I'd put together a design proposal. How often, do, how often, 
are you talking to somebody, oh gosh, this just isn't gonna work? <laughs> you know, it doesn't happen very often. Most of the time, you know, they've been thinking about it for a while right. or they've already talked to certain contractors they have relationships with. So they've kind of looked through the logistics by the time we talk, but sometimes there is meetings I have and I'm like, okay, so I love the thought, love the direction, <laughs> but what kind of budget are we working with? Okay, so that you know, a, trying to make it yeah. realistic and set you know expectations out the get-go. So that's my next question is how important and how awkward can that conversation be? Because I'm assuming in order to put the bid together, you gotta know what they wanna spend. Right, it's not very awkward because I think, especially in today's world when everything is such volatile pricing, right? it's just trying to also set the tone mm -hmm. of, okay, this is what you wanna achieve, this is how much money you wanna spend on it, Maybe it's phased, which in my right. own office, I'm phasing things. I completely understand that financing right. sometimes has to go in waves. So it's just having okay. those conversations up front and giving them realistic costs of what things are shaking out right now. Do you provide a good, better, best type scenario? Yes, yes. Okay. I usually prefer to do that just because like with anything, if you're going to buy a car, correct? huge range. That's how everything is in any you know, construction project or, you know, materials that you could use. Yeah, you could go baseline okay. or you could get the luxury option. So good, better, best is always a good motto. And you talked on your on your site a lot about phases too. Yes. Um, is that phases within a single project? And then you mentioned something else. It could be phases over the course of a decade or so. Yeah, right. It's completely up to them. And usually I suggest still designing holistically so that the design is locked in, mm -hmm. but whether you execute each phase is kind of at your discretion. And then you don't necessarily need my design in a phased portion, like design everything so it all makes sense together mm -hmm. and then tackle, you know, lobby, tackle right. offices, tackle this phase differently. But when you're ready to push go, you have all the information you need. So how detailed are you? So let's say you're doing my space. Um, I guess it's up to the client. I mean, are you picking out wall coverings and paintings and type of couches or yes, just I mean, the structural it, part of it? Everything you can think of from the design phase. So, you know, we I would come in, we'd have our initial consult meeting, move forward from there. It would be field verifying the entire space. Field so, verifying. So that would be taking dimensions of all the okay. existing conditions, you know, the walls, the doors, the windows, ceiling height, the existing lighting, existing know, HVAC that we'd have mm. to work with, the sprinkler heads that are in here, you know, just taking everything into account, um, building everything three-dimensionally because everyone can right. understand a design better when it is three-dimensional. So that's how I prefer to work as well is three-dimensionally. It just helps everyone in the design process be able to be on the same page. So then build the entire thing three-dimensionally, however big the project mm. is, single room, an entire building anything goes. And then um, really every single thing you would see how would be involved. How enjoyable though is it to shop with other people's money? Um, you get to go pick out furniture, I'm guessing, and all that type of stuff, and I know you. I guess, <laughs> I guess it, doesn't, it doesn't feel like shopping when it's- Your job? In the business mindset okay, too. Yeah. It's not, you know, I think that's a huge difference between residential and commercial as gotcha. well. It's like, this is a design for the public to use you know, what is best for the right. business, what is best for the people who are gonna be using the space. So it's more just thinking about function, maintenance, wearability, you know, these spaces all would get abused to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. You know, you think about a hospital oh, waiting yeah, room, right. you think about, you know, just the various public spaces you go into, mm -hmm. how those are gonna wear and tear and the warranties. So it's 
a little bit more of a technical mindset versus say shopping for a living room and yeah, getting like so, the couch and the coffee there's table still and so things like that. There's still some creativity oh, yeah. involved in this. So I, Absolutely. at least my next question is, uh, you've been at this in your own little, with your own shingle for how long now? Um, year and a half. Year and a half? Yeah. Okay, your first job that you did on your own, when it was completed, you walked in, what was that feeling like? I mean, it was great. I, I, it just had to be so overwhelming. And it's, it's honestly, it's the most exciting when it's a space that so many people will use. Right. And they're like, oh, I, I went into that space. I, I got to see your work and how it um, has an impact on them, whether right. it's very minimal or, you know, just, they just really enjoy mm -hmm. the experience. I think that's what is the most exciting to me is kind of the psychological right. element of design. That's cool. So because, you know, walking into a space that is, you know, bare bones, harsh lighting, mm -hmm. that definitely has an effect on you psychologically right. versus something that is welcoming and pleasing and just like well thought out and functional. So how hard is it for you to walk into places that haven't hired you or just on, when you're not working and say, oh, my God, this is awful. <laughs> I mean, does that happen? I mean, like you're taking your you're taking you're going out for dinner. So is yeah. it hard to separate business oh, yeah. from pleasure? It's like, oh, no. You, you can tell this space was kind of patchwork together <laughs> or DIY yeah. yeah. and you know, it's definitely- And that's not necessarily wrong. I mean, people have what they gotta, right. they gotta do what they gotta do. Yes, so. absolutely. And uh -huh. you know, budget always comes into play, right. but I've seen and I've heard from, you know, people in the industry from contractors and anything, like if you invest in the design up front, it saves on change orders and everything in the long run. So- You're really good might... at this. <laughs> you just led into my next question. How do you handle ad drops and changes? Um, you know, if, the design process is thorough. There really shouldn't be many surprises yeah, unless you're literally opening a wall and there's an unforeseen condition. But of course, there's always going to be something that comes up. Well, people change their minds. Yeah, but <laughs> in the commercial realm too, that doesn't happen as much because you're presenting okay. to a committee, to a board. You have to get like approval before anything okay. moves forward. So it's not, there might be some slight change of change of heart or something, but it's not like on the residential side where it's like, oh, I really don't like that. I, I kind of saw this the other day and I want to change it to that. So there's normally multiple shareholders or mm -hmm. um, people involved and it's what's best for the business, not what's your personal taste, right. which I think is why I enjoy it more as well. <clears throat> You've got so, your own brick and mortar now or will. Yes, getting close. Where's that at or where it will, will it be? It will be at 905 York. It is, um, it previously was the uh, Gallery Solaro space. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I'm very excited about it. Construction it's, materials just arrived last week. Neat. So we're hitting and the ground running. If somebody wants to get a hold of you, just Facebook message you or uh, they or email can fill out you the contact form on, on website, my website, is, or it is um, milesdesignco.com. Okay. Or they can email me at morgan at milesdesignco.com. And miles is spelled M I L E S. M I L E S. Okay. Correct. Well, thanks for joining us. Yes. All thanks right. for having me. So Morgan Miles on the Business Spotlight. I'm Ron Kincherf with Muddy River News. Your financial needs aren't independent of each other, so your financial advisors shouldn't be either. At Mercantile Bank, our experienced United Wealth professionals are united to serve you and your complete financial planning and wealth management needs. Are you just starting your investment journey or need to roll over a retirement plan? Do you need to plan for a loved one with special needs or for your own life after work? Maybe your business needs a succession plan or you want to enhance your employee benefit programs. Whatever steps you need to take, our United Wealth experts are ready to take them with you. Together, we are united.